Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! So keep calm, honey, I'ma stick around for more than a minute. Get used to it. Funny, my name keeps coming at your mouth. Cause I stay winning. I'm up like. Swish, swish, bish. Another one in the basket. Episode 34, Barkley episode. I finally came up with one. Don't steal my material. It reminded me of uh, when I went to a game with uh, when we were in college. And uh, Barkley was playing. We went to Charlotte. And uh, we had horrible seats because, you know, we're in fucking college. We have no money. So we were basically all the way in the back. And towards the end of the game, we're like, let's go down. So we can, like, maybe see Barkley as he's walking out of the tunnel, right? And it was an awesome game. Barkley ends up hitting a three-point shot to win the game um, at the buzzer. So we're walking down there, and, like, our buddy Scott Selvage uh, doesn't want to go. He's like, dude, why do you want to go? I'm like, dude, because this guy is, like, my favorite per- one of my favorite people of all time. And... Uh, he goes, he's just a human. And I, I was like, screw it. I'm going down there. And Selvage is just like yelling. He's just a human being. <laughs> While I'm walking down there. Um, so uh, when I came up with this idea to do the uh, what we're doing today on the podcast, I thought it was going to be a good idea. Back-to-back Game of Thrones and Video Music Awards. What do you think about the idea now? <laughs> Taping this at like 11 o'clock. On a Sunday night. Yeah, after a long weekend. Um, do you have any notes? Well, my first note was actually going to be about that song that we opened with. <laughs> but I guess we could just save that, because that music... Like, I don't know if you guys saw that. Um, Katy Perry put out a new music video. The same day that Taylor Swift put out a new song. Yeah, I just don't know. You think that's on purpose? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I think it's on purpose. We'll and, get to Taylor Swift. Okay, we'll get all right. We'll get through all that when we do the wonderful oh. world of the MTV Awards. The only other thing I really uh, wanted, oh, two other things. So you know they they like officially made the summer song was Despacito. That was one of my notes. Okay, sorry to step on your note, and it's okay. But uh, we're starting to finish each other's sentences. Yeah. We've, hit, we've hit that point. <laughs> Did you know that? It took, you know, when we reported that that song from uh, Fast and the Furious was like the all-time viewed yeah. video. Well, it was overtaken. By Despacito. By Despacito. Yeah. The original, not the Bieber one. I didn't know there was an original one. Oh, yeah. The original one's way better. I didn't even know because I never really listened to that song. And when I was in Orlando, our cab driver played it, our, our, um, our Uber driver, over and over again. Because just on repeat, yeah. Like this girl that was with us uh, yeah, yeah. was really wasted, and she kept asking for the song from anybody that was Hispanic. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, 
So they we just kept playing it over and over, and I actually like that version a lot better. Uh, my other note is that as a show that I'm into right now, have you been watching? Have you watched What Would Diplo Do? No. I like really never, like this show. It's never like heard of it. It's right. It's. I'm not gonna say it's good, but it's like right up. I'll just say it's right in my alley as far as the humor in it. What's the? It's about. It's basically about Diplo, the DJ. Yeah. But he's played by. Uh, it's like a fake version of him played by. Um, by uh, what's his name Dawson. Um, James Vanderbeek. Yeah, James Vanderbeek plays him, and uh, he's just like kind of stupid, and like super like new eight like. Um, just like everything like that's dumb about people right now. He's kind of a version of that, and it's like done to make fun of him and like how he came up with like his songs and stuff so I just watched like the third episode was about how he came up with the song Lean On which was a big song like in 2014 I don't know it's it's interesting it's funny it's like really funny never even heard of this thing no it's on it's on Vice Viceland oh it's an online thing I don't know Vice doesn't Vice have its own channel I don't know yeah Vice has its own channel um, that's it. What else you got? That's all I got. I was going to bring up the fight this week. It was a big fight. I don't know if you heard about it. It was the uh, Detroit versus the Yankees. Fight. Oh, yeah, I did hear about that. <laughs> I wanted to get your opinion on bench clearing brawls. Okay. And why, like, at baseball games, like, all of a sudden, I've seen the highlights, and it is kind of amazing, like, they were retaliating against each other. But, like, why when two people start fighting in a baseball game, like, everyone just comes out and just starts brawling. And, like, the people from the the bullpen in the back of the... Right. In the, in the outfield, like, run from the outfield all the way up. But doesn't that happen in basically every sport? Like, when hockey, a fight breaks out, everyone just starts fighting each other. No. Hockey, the two guys fight, and that's it. No, everybody gets over. It's always a big melee. I don't know. Maybe you're right. You don't have an opinion about it? Well, no, I don't. I can make one up. I don't it's know how genuine. O'clock. I don't know how genuine it'll be, but it's after watching. I'm not game. mailing in this. I'm not mailing in this podcast, pal. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna give it my all, but I'm just. I I don't really have a full like. I guess you you know it's like teamwork, camaraderie, all that kind of thing. Like I can. I don't think I'm gonna give you what you're looking for though. Okay. But yes. Uh, it happens all the time in baseball when there's a mm-hmm. when there's a brawl. What, what's your opinion on? I don't know. I wanted to know. I don't, I'm not a huge avid baseball watcher, so I didn't know what why everyone comes out. I wanted to see why. Well, think I about wanted it. a Scott Forrester <laughs> take. Here's my take: Baseball is very slow, so you can imagine when something exciting happens, you're going to want to jump in and be a part of it. That's my <laughs> take. Um. All right. My my last note is: Have you, have you been watching MasterChef? Of course. I, I was kind of why we do an episode of MasterChef soon. Why am I crying at MasterChef? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I get it. This week's episode. I, I fight him like, off. So, I felt so bad for this kid. Yeah, but he wasn't even, like, good for most of the show. Like, he's been kind of a dick. Yeah, he's been a really cocky guy. And, um, you know, finally it all caught up to him. And uh, he realized he wasn't as good as, like, he was. As he thought he was. 
And it all caught up, and he just started bawling. I felt, and he's 20, oh, 21 years old. I was, I was fighting it back, too. I was, uh, <laughs> like, it was just... Just watching them go through the, oh, the whole thing, like, because he knew he, like, was done. So they had to still go on with the show as no, they I, like, I normally was, do it. I thought about you, like, the, the flair for the dramatic at the end, <laughs> and it's like, just say, like, he knows. Um, basically what happened was... They were cooking. What was it that they were cooking? It was well it was for two people. It was the last two people. They had an elimination. Yeah, and they cooked uh, some it's like a signature, chicken, like Gordon dish that's impossible chicken, to make. Yeah, with chicken and potatoes. And he like nailed the whole thing. And they were just like talking about how great everything was. And then they cut it open, and it was like raw chicken. And as soon as they cut it open, and he saw it, he just started like crying because he had just giving like given his all like for the first time in this yeah, whole thing yeah he thought that this was like the best thing he had ever done and on the challenge and it was or on the on the show and he was like all right you know this is gonna save me i'm fine and then he realized that he was done like and they had to go through the same steps that they always go through the, for the elimination right you just see him in the back corner just like bawling you know and they're trying to console him right but um, I, I gotta say I cannot stand the the girl judge when she eats for some reason I, I don't like looking at her eat okay it bothers me why is it because she eats weird okay I never I never noticed that I, I was I was gonna assume it was because like You'll notice now. I know. Like, for some reason, whenever they eat, and I'm just thinking about it, I'm like cringing, they always, the fork always hits their teeth, and you can hear it in the microphone, yeah. and it always makes me cringe. Well, at least, like, the the guy that was on it in the beginning, Graham, at least, every time he took a bite, he, like, stared up at the ceiling. When he was, like, eating, he's like, <laughs> like looking up. Um, at least they don't do that. But, uh, there's a lot of things I'd like to point out about that show that we should go over sometime. Like, why does Gordon Ramsay always point when he, like, he, there's like, there's a certain cadence to everything that hasn't changed in like yeah. 11 years. He goes, and this, you know, like, and he points, he jabs his finger point. I don't know. And then how bad was the part where they were like, you're going to have two, ga- two master chefs. That you don't know, or two of the most renowned chefs, you know, cooking with you today. And they're like, look who it is! And they did, like, some camera trick where they waited and they came around. And I'm sure it was cut, but... And all of a sudden, like, the two judges come out, the girl and the the Mexican guy. Yeah. Uh, And uh, they didn't cook their thing until 30 minutes. I really want an episode where the... People, like, fuck up something. Yeah, me too. I knew you were going to say it. I mean, they'll never do that, but, like, it would be the best. The thing about this show, too, is, like, it could be rigged. You know, they could go up and go, "It's this is delicious, but I want this guy out of here. And yeah, so sucks ass. True. This sucks! So. Well, listen, this is a big week because the winner got a subscription to... Family Circle Family Circle Magazine. Who the hell wants that? <laughs> They were all excited. You're like, I didn't even know magazines still existed. Well, they do, and that was actually a category I've written down to do sometime because I still get four of them. I have subscriptions to four magazines. I don't know. I just they're all on automatic payment, and I never, 
I've, I've like just never stopped paying for them. And I feel obligated to read like all four of these magazines. And they come, some of them come weekly. What was that magazine? It was kind of like the DVD, like subscription thing. It was a magazine thing like that. Oh, I don't know. Where, okay. Like, like where you like, you can get like a certain amount and they just keep billing you and they screw you over. And then <laughs> you're, st- you're stuck with like men's health magazine that you'd never read. Stat Like Eric. Your buddy Eric has Men's Health magazine. Like, yeah, stacked he, in his bathroom. When we were when we were, like lived when we lived together in college, he used to get Wine Spectator magazine <laughs> to make he himself was, seem a little bit more. He was uh, making like yeah, he was making like twelve thousand dollars a year as a waiter, and he had Wine Spectator magazine. I can't afford any of this. <laughs> Living in Greensboro, North Carolina, not the mecca of uh, yeah. of wine. I really want to pull our uh, our friends and see what magazines they get. You know, I remember my aunt gave me a subscription to Maxim like every year, and it was like super embarrassing. I'm like, do you know like <laughs> what goes on in Maxim? It's like the stupidest magazine. Well, first of all, it's a terrible magazine. There's like you know, <laughs> but it's just basically you're getting like half naked pictures of women. Yeah, and this is what my aunt kept getting me every year. I was like, hey, I'm kind of not into this. <laughs> Can we just switch it to something else, please? Um, um, so, yeah, it's good. Magazines. Funny. <laughs> well, somebody got a five-year subscription to uh, Family, Family Circle. Circle. Yeah. Whatever that is. Um, all right. So, I guess there was a fight, a real fight, last night. Yeah, it's what I thought you were talking about before. Okay. And I, uh, I have a clip that I want to segue into this thing. Okay. Because it reminded me of it. Um, they crowned their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. <laughs> a four pixie. That was a quick thing. I thought it was going to be longer. Okay. What, uh... They what... are who they thought we were. What the, we thought they were. So... Alright. All so right. let's just go... We, you know... If, I think we discussed this on our so last those, podcast. Pretty much everyone except for my sister knew this fight was going on. Uh, which I talked to her today about it. Um, <laughs> I'm like, you should know. You should know there's something going on. Um, which started late on the East Coast. Well, it started late everywhere. Well, it, it started really same... late for us. Well, I just meant it started late. Okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. It, yeah, it started after midnight. It was like 12.30, 1 o'clock for the people on the uh, East Coast. Um. So, yeah, they, they were who we thought they were. Um, I, so what were your, your initial thoughts? Of the my fight? initial thoughts were this is going to be like the great the movie The Great White Hype. When you said that, I thought that was gr- such a great analogy. I laughed. I was like hoping that that Thanks, buddy. Well, I'm trying to yeah. put it out there in the in universe. Cause they, <laughs> uh, but it was just like it. You know, the, the Irish, you know, comes in and everyone's betting them. Everyone starts to believe in them. Um, so... Let's just go ahead and say that uh, we did pretty well last night. Yeah, we did. We made some money. And, and I think a lot of people made some money. Yeah, it was great. There's a lot of people that lost money, obviously. Yeah, Vegas said that uh, if Conor McGregor would have won, they would have, like, crushed, like, a lot of sports books. Yes. Yeah. Because um, people took them early. At, like, 7 to 1 and yeah. stuff. Right. Um. So we were at a we were at a viewing party last night, and basically, 
you know, we had some fringe boxing fan friends who just would come up and start, I don't know, McGregor. I'm like, you want to bet on it, please? And they're like, yeah, all right, I'll throw some money on it. We're great. We're paying out five to one. Tell your friends. Bring your friends over. We'll bet them all. We'll bet them all. But that's what's, I mean, Conor McGregor, he knows how to sell himself. He knows how to sell a fight. Um, a lot of people gave him a lot of chances. Yeah. Uh, not not the experts, but uh, definitely, um, I don't know. I knew it was going to be what it was. I didn't know it was going to go on as long as it did. Right. Um, I did feel like there was a conscious effort, and I'm sure they had conversations about this with Dana White, that the UFC brand wouldn't be tarnished. Yeah. So that if he got knocked down the first round, like, it would just say UFC's a joke. Like, you know. So they had to keep it going for a little bit, I think. So that's what happened. Did you see? Did you see that McGregor went and tried to bet on himself? No, Mayweather did. I mean, uh, Mayweather yeah. tried to bet on himself in the in, at nine and a half rounds. Four, yeah, four hundred thousand bucks. And they wouldn't let him do it. It caused a whole scene. Yeah. Like, there's something in there that's on purpose. I I just think nine and a half and happened in ten. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, here's my thought. I was so I wasn't real. Like I was so mad, but I wasn't really mad. I, as soon as they squared up and I saw the way that McGregor looked as a fighter, it, this thing was done. Yeah, he, like, first of all, he never moved his legs. Like, he just, I, as I said before, it was like he was fighting Frankenstein. Like, his arms are always out. You cannot gain power on a punch if your arms are extended all the time. Right, right. All you're doing is, like, kind of slapping him in the face with your wrist. Your wrist doesn't have the power. It's your shoulder. It's like when you cock your shoulder and, like, swing your arm. Well, right. I mean, that's what... Yeah, good punching is putting your whole body... Yeah. It's A lot of it's through your legs. Yeah. Um, and Connor has no legs. He's, like, sticks. He's got sticks. And, and so, it just... You, you knew you were watching someone who doesn't have a career in boxing fight someone with a career in boxing. Like, it looked like they... You know, and... It was really making me mad because everybody kept... Everybody thought it was such a great fight. And it, I don't understand it. I just feel like America got got dumber overnight. Like, we're just going to accept this as a good fight. Well, I think most of the people... I don't know for this for sure, but a lot of people that bought the fight probably don't watch boxing. True. Or have not seen a boxing match in a long time. Um, and, you know, they think that that's a good fight. Well... You know, I mean, this thing was, was, like you said, it was huge. The only person who didn't know about it was your sister. Like, I woke up this morning, I was walking the dog, and I just heard neighbors talking to neighbors. Like, I must have heard three conversations within 15 minutes this morning where people were like, did you see the fight last night? It was the most bet-on event in history. Right. And that goes with Super Bowl and stuff. Um, and it was fun. It was good to have, like, like, I'm glad everybody cared. Like, I thought going somewhere to, like, you know, all the bars and that were showing it had, like, lines out the door to get in. And I, I just, I thought that was such a fun experience. Like, I'm, yeah. I don't want to take away anything from the experience. But it made me really mad when I saw him line up. And everyone was getting excited about Connor's punches. And you're like, are you fucking serious? Like, are you serious? Because <laughs> the thing is, is... And he kept rabbit punching him in the head. And, like, nothing ever came of that. Like, the referee was just like, eh. Yeah, well... 
They probably told him to, to let him try, you know. Well, I mean. I'm sure they would have given him... They knew that it was his first fight, and some of his kind of... What he's used to, his MMA stuff, you know, would come out because it's like a natural thing. But at some point, the referee has to take some points off. Yeah. And he never did. Well, did you, like... The thing that really, I guess, upset me was... I, I don't feel like Mayweather started, I think it was the 6th when he started actually fighting. It was like half, midway through the As soon sixth. as Ma- McGregor got tired, that's when he poured it on. And it was like, if he could, if he just would have done this in the first round, this whole thing would have... I, I mean, it, what he did in the 10th, he could have done in the 1st. I'm, I'm just saying, it could have been over fast. Because, I mean, it's just two, it's two different speeds that they're working on. You know, like, that was just silly. And I just... I don't know. I was really worried they were going to let it go to decision. You know, we were both very worried it was going to go to the decision. And you'd be like, there's no way that Mayweather just stood around and let this thing go to the decision. So I was just reading an article. I think it was the best possible outcome for everybody. Like, everybody won. UFC won. You know, um, audience won because it went, you know, Mayweather wins because... UFC won that night, but they're kind of... Because I saw the press conferences when I got home. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see and any of that. Dana stuff. White was being asked, like, hey, so what happens if McGregor... Because, you know, McGregor in UFC makes, like, not even a million bucks for a fight. Right. You know, and now he's made $100 million in his first fight. He's not going to make that much. I mean, it's a Floyd Mayweather. But he could fight and make 30 or 20 Maybe, uh, maybe he fought, like... You know, one of the bigger uh, up-and-coming guys. Maybe he's the next one, but, like, there's no way that that guy's a, a boxer. No, I understand that, but I'm saying... So Dana White but each time asked, he, But each time he loses, it goes down. Right. You know, and down. But Dana White was asked, you know, Hey, uh, you know, do you think Conor McGregor's going to come back and fight? Or no, he. they said, you know, would you let this happen again? Because I guess Conor's under contract with the UFC. And... Uh, they had to, like, come together and do this thing. He's like, would you ha- let this happen again? And he said, no. I want him to fight in the UFC. Oh, good. All right. So, Let's so, see how that happens. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to work. And then Floyd's retiring, right? Yeah, Floyd said he's never coming back. Good. He said, all the young guys, don't call call me out. I'm done. Good. Um, but that's another thing. So there's controversy that his 50-0 and 0 mark, because... All these people like uh, that called into these radio shows when I was driving home, basically were criticizing boxing and like this is the state of boxing and all this stuff. And I was just like, this isn't. I don't think anyone realized that this is not a real fight. It's like an event. It was a an exhibition. Yeah, it's an ex. Yeah. It was when Rocky fought Thunderlips. Thunder you know, he fought a wrestler. It's like everyone feels like like this was a real boxing match, but it really wasn't. It was just two guys getting together and seeing, you know, doing a hype machine. Right. And uh, so there's controversy after the fight whether this 50-0 should have an asterisk. Because, you know, he fought, like, the top people on his way to retirement. And now he's fighting a guy who's never fought a fight to get him to 50-0. Like, does that tarnish his 50-0? And then they started bringing up... You know, they're in the Hall of Fame, steroids, you know, there's asterisks next to people. If, you know, we don't know if 
Barry Bonds, like he did all these home runs and, you know, whatever. So do you think that is tarnished as 50 and a half? No. It's a professional fight. For, you know, like, I know what you're saying, but it's a, uh, he's, if Conor McGregor had won, he would have won the belt. So it was a fake belt though. Oh, it's right. It's the money belt. <laughs> yeah, they made that's the right. belt for the fight. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, I don't. I, you want a fake belt? I think people just care about the stupidest things. Like, who cares? Like, when in your life were you going to think again that Mayweather was 50 and 0? Like, how many people will ever really think about that and, and care about that? Like, do you know what I mean? I, I don't. I, I love. There's nothing that can be done these days without some sort of controversy or asterisk yeah. like on it like who, who cares right yeah i mean i i don't really care i mean i know, I know that he was like you'll he'll always be remembered as one of the best fighters of all time yeah, yeah. and you're not that's not going to change because he fought mcgregor you know yeah at 41 <laughs> i don't know no i think it i think put it on his record i don't care like and McGregor, after the fight, was talking about how, like, he lost because, you know, Floyd Mayweather changed his fighting style. He basically, like, started covering up and, like, basically going in real close to him. And he couldn't, he didn't, like, change, Conor McGregor didn't change his style to fit it. And that he was also talking about how, like, he always gets winded or he gets really tired in fights. Even when he's in UFC, and he's like, I got to fix that. He's like, I don't know what it is, but even when I was fighting Nate Diaz, like, there's, like, a moment where I just get, like, super tired, but then I come back and I win. He's like, I would have liked to have seen if the ref let, you know, let it go to the 10th, uh, you know, let the bell go, and then me come out in the 11th and see what's going on. But he was pretty open about it, but he was happy. He, he was his biggest payday. He was out partying. Yeah, I bet. Um the Fook. Yeah. <laughs> Fook the Mayweather's. Uh, so, yeah. So, that was the fight. Um, A lot of you, people thought it was good. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was good. Yeah, me neither. Um, some of the bets we went on. <laughs> <laughs> we still have a lot of money sitting out there um, on potential with the things that we matched this up with. So, uh, one of our sillier bets was Man, man U... Leicester City goals over knockouts in this fight? Knockdowns. Or knockdowns? So there's a, they're basically, the soccer goals had to be more than the knockdowns. And then we, we had a little rough time watching that game. It was tough. It's, it's, there's nothing worse than rooting for soccer players to score. Cause it's the, <laughs> that's why soccer will never be a, like as popular as it should be. Play, Cause it should never. It should never, you should never watch something for 90 minutes and it turned out to be 0-0. That's all I have to say. But it, they ended up getting two goals late in the game. Yeah. and uh, Or match, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then there was only one knockdown in the fight, so he won. There you go. It wasn't even a knockdown. Well, it was cons- technically a knockdown. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, all right. So the next thing we watched... After spending a night together like that, came over today and we watched the Game of Thrones finale. What were your thoughts about the game? And we so, have not discussed this. All right, so 
And this will be very spoiler. This is going to be spoiler, so. So go fuck yourself if you haven't watched it. I'm sure it you've seen it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Or just skip through this. Um, so what were your thoughts on the finale? Um, A lot of incest. Yeah, so we got the, got the whole gang together for once. <laughs> yeah, it was like a, the whole gang. It's the first time I think they've ever brought all of them together. Yeah, it was kind of, I thought that was kind of cool. Like, some of those people had never seen, like... Each other? That. Yeah. And they haven't, like, they've never been to King, was it King's Landing? Like, they've never been to King's, right? Is that where they are? Yeah, they're King's Landing. Okay. I don't speak with very much confidence as to the map of Game of Thrones. No, that's where they were at. Okay. But they're like talking about the history of it, and they're like, "Oh, I've never been here." And you're like, "That's weird that Jon Snow's never been to King's Landing." <laughs> but then you're like, "Well, he's been protecting the wall." Before I've never been to again. San Francisco. You haven't? I've been here for 15 years, so Jon Snow probably didn't make it to King's Landing. Wait a second, you've never been to San Francisco? No. What about at Aaron's wedding? That's close. Uh, yeah. Well, that was Monterey. All right. So, so you've never been to San Francisco? All right. Well, I know. I need uh, to go. Uh, <laughs> So, okay, let's talk about what do you what do you want to get into with this? First of all, we were very upset with uh, Sansa's um, being friends with Littlefinger. We were like yelling, yeah. "You need to get some new friends, girl!" Yeah, why? We just didn't know why she can't. She always hangs out with this guy. Turns there, out there's not a one young person in that whole. There are there are young people because they showed them. She should be hanging out with like people her own age. Yeah. Well, it turns out she had a plan. And it was pretty sick. Yeah, the plan was really good. Arya is a uh, is a ruthless vato. Yeah, we thought Arya was going to be a goner. Dude, they totally switched <laughs> it up on us. Um, and I love that uh, now. The I guess the brother can see into the past and knows every when everyone's lying. That's a uh, good skill to have. Yeah, he's a good ally. Um, what What do you think of the episode in, as a whole? Um, I thought it was okay. There was a lot of incest. I there's the, one incest. There's two. What's the They're other? having a kid. I know, but it didn't happen in this episode. That's fine. I'll give it to you. There's two I don't know. Ones. There's a couple of brothers and sisters having sex. That's all <laughs> I want to know. But is that... All right, so this is something... So is Jon Snow her brother? Yeah. That's her father. Her, or no, they're cousins. Mother. They're cousins. They're cousins. So... Oh, that's okay. I don't know. In the game of <laughs> in the Game of Thrones world, I guess so, right? All I know is the dragon part where they where it took down the wall was pretty cool. Yeah, why didn't the dragon just fly around the wall? Because it needed to let the I know, but I'm just saying it, it, it should have just done it like a while ago. I don't like watching that guy on flying on a dragon. It's kind of scary. Yeah, there's a rumor or like a fan theory that the Night King is the brother of. Uh, Oh, he's a Stark. He's Bran. They're the same person. He's controlling them or whatever. Interesting. Okay. Um, well, Bran's not a very happy guy, so they have the same demeanor. <laughs> they do. I don't like the... I hate it. I didn't like the end. I don't like that we have... The, they had the same ending like last year. With them walking. Of, of just right. them walking. Yeah. Can we? But the scene where they brought the dead guy into the into the thing... Into the meeting was pretty good. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, did you think that Tyrion was gonna was she was gonna have the mountain kill Tyrion when he confronted Cersei? 
Uh, no. I, I think you, Tyrion's lasting till the... Did you think she was going to have him kill Jamie? No. So, she's over 2 on telling the Mountain to kill her brothers in this episode. Well, she nodded to the guy. Yeah. they had, I guess they have some... They have, they have like their own little uh, shorthand conversations. If I do something with my head, you know it's true. If not... <laughs> <laughs> um, we found out that it's his brother. The Hound's brother. Did they or did he just say that we just call him brother? No, it's, it's his brother, I think. Okay. So the Mountain and the Hound are brothers. I think so. We're going to have to... We'll have to fact check that one. And, uh, yeah, Cersei is just off the rockers. Well, I was kind of glad because if she just agreed to go along with this, the show would have, there had to show have been. be stupid. You know, that you have, they're like, she has to, like, backstab them all. But we still think that there was a conversation with her and Tyrion of them agreeing on something, right? I would have thought, I mean, we thought so coming out of it, but they, I don't, I don't imagine that they're going to keep that, um, that I, I felt like that would have come out in the episode. Like, I don't think they'd keep that for a whole year. Right. Like, cause who's going to remember that? Well, he has to offer her something there for her to change her mind. But she didn't. She just, but right. I understand she didn't, but he should be, if she just went, all right. <laughs> yeah, but you got to think like this season of Game of Thrones has kind of been like that a little bit more, where they just need to advance the story, so they just accept things to happen faster. Like, all right, you know what? I am. I'm in. Let's I, do this. I did like uh, their conversation. Yeah, and I, I'm with you. When he was when, great when he was like. He's a good actor. Gun drink. He's yeah. he's like a really good actor. Like that was you're right. That was good. And I'm with you on the scene with the White Walker when they when they show that guy. To to her, that scene was awesome. Yeah. Um, except for like the that animatronic hand that they kept picking and up, and the guy, uh, and the the random guy that became uh, a villain who wants to marry Cersei. The um, the guy who's in uh, I don't know what the name. He's like a love Lovejoy. Yeah. He's, He's not, the uncle. He didn't all of a sudden become a bad guy. He's been a bad guy the whole show. Well, he he was like a late late yeah. addition. He came in last year, but but he's been, he's never never been mistaken for but being he was a good like, guy. All right, that thing scares me. I'm out of here. We find out later it was a trick, but right. But still, like that was pretty bad acting. Okay, all right, I'll give you that. <laughs> in terms of like for the if you're there at the scene, like you didn't really seem that scared, but you're leaving. Something's going on. Um, uh, you know. With the as far as the incest, let's just hope that when Jon Snow finds out that uh, he's going to impregnate her because they already had this conversation right, about right about her not being able to have kids and so when they find out it doesn't Jon Snow like dragon people <laughs> but like I said, what are you doing down there? <laughs> just itching yourself. I'm itching. Um, um, yeah, yeah, but let's hope it doesn't turn into like old boy where when he finds out like his history, he gets to go around. Trying to kill people. Uh, yeah. Let me just say, I went on Facebook, though. I, I think people on Facebook need to stop with the uh, fucking... Game of Thrones! OMG! <laughs> you did it again! What did you do in this episode? Yeah. Why are people... I mean, I know they want to get like people engaged, but every week we're going, OMG? 
Yeah, and it wasn't an OMG finale. No. Sorry, just wasn't. It was fine. I'm not unhappy with it, but I'm not super satisfied. Like you said, same shot as the end of last season. Yeah. Like, we, you didn't really advance the plot any, like... You had the meeting that we've been all waiting for over the whole time. That was good. It was a cool scene, but it was also kind of slow. And it took up, well, like two-thirds of the episode. And then the last, like, yeah. act, they show everything that's coming. And that's great, but... And you have Greyjoy, the Greyjoy guy, just like... Yeah. He I, kills some guy, and then he's got a bunch of followers now. Yeah. that That's one of those things that annoys me, too. He's that just, guy looked exactly like the uncle. I'm sorry. You look too much like the uncle. Well, okay. Right, fine. The guy that Theon kills? kills. Yeah. Because Theon all... Because the guy... Because Theon's new move is kick me in my non-balls. And the guy's shocked and the guy doesn't gets, get hurt? Yeah, so the guy... All of a sudden, now the guy loses all of his steam and energy after... I thought he still had his balls. All right. Well, I don't I don't know exactly how these... Yeah, I don't know how it, do, how it went, but I thought they just cut off his penis. But, um... Yeah, and then now, yeah, now everyone's going to go follow him to go find his sister. But he's only got like eight guys. They had a whole armada of ships. Yeah. I don't even know who those people were. I don't know. (laughs) And the armada of ships, they they built in like no time. It's true. Like, I don't know why they were there, like why they were in King's Landing. They were all there for the meeting. Even those guys that were like leaving? And he was like, hey, remember my sister? Remember my sister. When he came over to this group of pe- like people in his family or whatever, his the, like who were they? The ones that he wound up getting in a fight with and turning on his side. Those were the those were guys. They, that's not King's Landing. There's still people on that Dragon Island. So that's he, where he was. He was on the Dragon Island. He was on the Dragon Island. So that all happened that fast. Yeah, he was on the Dragon Island. Okay. And then he like. Took- uh, I don't know from. Okay. I don't think he was on the Dragon Island. I think he was in King's Landing. <laughs> he might have been in King's Landing. And like they were just like leftover guys. And he's like, hey, what's what's up? Remember my, this guy took my I sister? I feel like King's Landing, too, needs a better docking system for boats. <laughs> I mean, the last two shows, they've had people like just pull up in a dinghy on a, on a beach. <laughs> it's true. It's true. There's got to be a way to... Have a dock that like leads up to like a up to their thing. So where do you think this lands us now? Where do you think happens with Jamie? Because Jamie like he's going to be teaming up. He, with he went all emo and left. Well, he's going to be teaming up with those guys. So is it kind of annoying to you that now all of a sudden all of the people that we like are all going to be on the same side against the person we don't like? Because well, what's going to happen is that what I think is like they're going to defeat the army. Okay, and then. They're all going to be in a war. Obviously, that's what they're saying is going to happen. They're all going to be at war. Like, all right. So, uh, I guess we're going to fight each other now. Okay. I don't really know how it's going to resolve itself. Unless everyone dies. Yeah, I I just... I don't like... like One of my favorite things about the show, and we talked about it, I think, two weeks ago, was when that whole battle happened and... You had Tyrion watching Jamie almost get killed by the dragon, and you're like, I care about all these people. They're all fighting each other. Like, that's dynamic. Now, all of a sudden, all those people are on the same team. So we have all of our good guys lined up and all of our bad guys lined up as allies. And it's like, 
It's too convenient for me. I don't know. I, I like I liked the messiness of it before. I don't want to complain about everything with Drake Gang, Gang, uh, Game of Thrones because I see enough people do that. Like it's certainly not a perfect show, and it brings us like we we look forward to it. It's like yeah, probably the last appointment viewing show that you know we're gonna see. I don't think they've even started shooting the next season. Right, but I, what does it that sucks. have to do with anything? Oh. You're saying because we have to look You're going to have to wait for a long time. But, like, so I don't like being someone who's going to just sit and bash the show because it does its job. You know, I'm not super yeah. into... But there's sometimes, like, you can just tell that uh, they get a little lazy with their story. Like, Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. have to speed everything up. Everyone's getting to everywhere in, like, two seconds. But, like, we need that to happen because you don't want to waste any time because we only have eight episodes left now. Um, Jon Snow still hasn't come back to Winterfell. No. And hasn't, hasn't met Arya and all these people that he hasn't seen in forever. Yeah, he hasn't told them that he is... Uh, Banging his cousin. And, and bent the knee to her. They know. They know. He hasn't, like, announced it. Yeah. Uh, they don't know about the White Walkers that are coming. And the first place they're coming is... Uh, That's close. Is the north. The yeah, we looked at the map. We know. <laughs> We went online and looked at the map. We do that kind of research here. <laughs> so, anything any, uh, anything else that we need to worry about with that? No. Because on MTV at the same time was the MTV Music Awards. And we started it like 30 minutes after it started. Which, alright, it says live from, L- live from LA, but it's not live in LA. Yeah, that was weird. It was really annoying. Can we just have things that are live, live? Yeah, like, we, we, since when do we watch things at in the moment? MTV plays it back-to-back regardless. It's true. It plays the replay right after the, the thing. So might as well just do it three times. You're, you're absolutely right. Um, but you remember, like, I don't know, at any point in your life was the MTV Awards, like, must-see must viewing, like, appointment viewing? I mean, like, I always watched it. But you weren't? Ever like I, I used to think of the MTV Awards as like the coolest thing. Like I I loved it. I don't remember, but yeah, I guess I did. I don't um, remember. Like I remember when Eddie Murphy used to host it in like the eighties, and then like in the nineties when music we liked started like playing on it. And I was just talking telling you about the year that like Pearl Jam released their second album, and they hadn't released any songs, and they played Animal on there. What are you doing down there? I'm playing with my sock. Listen, pal. I'm not going to get graphic with our audience about what you, whatever you were doing before. Scratch my leg. Leave <laughs> me alone. Um, the, uh, but like, all right. So I was thinking back on that time and how music was, I, I don't know, the music words were like really popular. And now it's like, maybe, maybe we watch, you know what I mean? Like if we weren't doing the podcast, I don't even know if I would have watched this. Well, now it's like, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Like now... Everything's politically charged, and nobody in the audience really knows. I feel like the demographics aren't up to speed with the times. I can't figure that out. They just cheer because the people that they're watching like are saying something they think is like really important or probably important. But I don't think they're up to speed on everything. You know, I my first 
My first job out of college was on the MTV Awards. I was uh, one of the M&M's in the... In, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's when, right. When right. M&M did the Real, Real Slim Shady and had all the 50... Like, there was like 100 or, or 50 or 100 of us. And we rehearsed it for two nights outside of Madison Square Garden. It was awesome. <laughs> um, but um, the opening... Uh, well, well but, now they're combining... They combined all the male-female awards, so we only had like six awards. Right. Well, I just want to say that didn't really that really didn't hinder the show. No, it didn't. But I'm just I know I know, but like I expected it to, because I find that kind of thing to be over. Like Ruby Rose was not there, or no, not Ruby Rose. The uh, the girl from the person from the the billions. (laughs) The them there. But, like, I don't, you know, I'm so, I'm getting really tired of oversensitivity. Like, I think everybody is. I think, well, if you're not one of the overly sensitive people, you're pretty tired of it. You know, it's a lot of what's fueling what's going on in politics right now. Um, But this, like, need to... Be relevant. Yeah, like, it's just, well, okay, I wasn't going to say be relevant, but that's part of it. That's like... All right, I edited myself. Why? Where did you even leave off? I don't even remember. I'm I'm fading. You can't you can't edit yourself. Like this isn't fair. <laughs> I edited myself. It's the worst. Well, you were talking about how uh, I don't remember what you're talking about. I know you don't because you That's interrupted I, and you went on some tangent yeah, about make any sense. artists and impressions and like they want to seem socially conscious. I'm going to tell everybody what you said because it didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense. The subject we're talking about is is the word show trying to say. Um, trying to appease people with sensitive, who, who are overly sensitive to things. So now we have no longer have best male and female. Ah, now I see where you're going. And we no longer have the moon man. It's the moon person. <laughs> and it's like, don't be such a prisoner of the moment. Like these things aren't, you're not, <laughs> you're not like, there's discriminating against anybody by just saying things that are the way that they, they are. It's not, it's just so tone deaf to me. Yeah, like I don't know. You're not really fixed. There's you're not fixing a fake problem anyway. But it didn't. It didn't bother me either way. It didn't change the the. You know, they only give away like five awards anyway. So yeah, and, and you don't, you don't know how these things get voted on, uh, or who makes the decision. And so the shorter amount of awards that we have to see, the the better. Yeah, you really I, want to see the performance, right? I was just reading. Yeah, they're like. They're saying, like, I was reading this article. There's a good article on this award show on Vox that I'm going to try to go back to a couple times. And they said, in 2001, um, Britney Spears came out with, like, a giant snake. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. Um, Lady Marmalade won the 2001 Best Video. Did you remember that? No. Exactly. Because people don't care about the awards. They care about the performances. So... Um, this this article specifically was talking about the the winners and losers of the show that we'll get into. Uh, let's I guess start with the beginning, um, which was really good. Which is the best part of the whole yeah. show. <laughs> you opened up with Kendrick Lamar doing a, I guess a medley. Of yeah, he did a medley of his songs on his new album, and people were on fire and they were all, climbing firewalls. All kinds of shit like that was happening. It was great. Yeah, it was really good. Um, and like. You know, so many 
artists spend so much time. You're like afraid to talk now because of that rant before. <laughs> but so many artists like try to um, be cool and act like they're not trying when they're trying. It's kind of awesome when a guy just comes out and fucking just just goes it for up, it, yeah. you know. And he killed it when he did. So. Um, and then he like moved to Ed Sheeran, and it was like a totally different. Like I don't understand why they didn't just start the show right there. I don't know. Bring Katy Perry out. I mean, I know, I've never like wanted Katy Perry to come out <laughs> to something, but why you go from that directly into Ed Sheeran? You're just like like stopping the show. Yeah, I mean it's a good song. Oh, I just I don't like or Ed whatever. Sheeran, no. It's fine, but like it's not what we just saw. All I could think of is the Mike Rappaport rant with your Ed Sheeran protest. <laughs> Make your Ed Sheeran protest to go to Starbucks. Um, yeah, it, it just brought it. brought that. It was like there was such a energy about that first performance, and then it comes in Ed Sheeran and some random rap guy. I, we still haven't figured out who that guy was. No, we don't know who he is. People liked him. He had a lot of jewelry in his face. He did have a lot of jewelry in his face. Um. And then, uh, and then they cut to um, Katy Perry in space. Yeah, that that whole video. Wow. So Katy Perry is the host of the MTV videos. All right. I also want to bring Maybe up awards. I want to bring up the Maybe fact. Awards. Yes, I want to bring up the One fact that at, at they're cutting to like all these reaction shots already, so we're getting to see who's there. And the one that wasn't there. Was Taylor Swift? All right, but you're moving way ahead of it. No, I'm just saying. Like normally, she's the first person you see. That's true. In the crowd, like cheering That's and true. doing, like we would have got a cut away from her from Kendrick when she was like dancing. With, yes, uh, Selena Gomez. Or so something. the first one they showed is this is my point. So the first one they showed was that we like took notice of was Vanessa Hudgens, and you go, oh, Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> yeah, I was pointing out that Vanessa Hudgens looked good. Well, this, and then I took to the notebook and started writing, and you started laughing because you knew I was writing. Here's my question. What's the difference between Vanessa Hudgens, Selena Gomez, and Demi Lovato? Like, I didn't realize they're three separate people until you <laughs> pointed that out. There, There's some difference. I Vanessa Hudgens is, like, basically an actress now. She doesn't sing anymore. She was on High School Musical. She did her whole Disney thing. Selena Gomez is a singer. Was she on Disney? I don't know. Maybe. I think so. Okay. And I don't know who Demi Lovato is, to be honest with you. Like, I know who she is. You don't know her story. Where she came from. Okay. Because to me, those are three of the same people. And I just never... Like, I realize that they're not this... But they're like the same person. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And there's a couple of... There's a lot of those things. Like, we were talking about what's the difference between Ed Sheeran, Shawn Mendes, and then the guy who had a commercial video. Yeah, that was was some weird stuff going on. Um, all right, so let's go. There's, on. Nothing, there's nothing worse than you're like, big break, going to be on the MTV Video Awards, and then a minute into your thing, it says, if you want to see the rest of this, <laughs> go to MTV.com, and then it cuts the commercial. Well, when they're doing, so we're going to get to that. When they're doing a bunch of the, they're showing a bunch of these people reaction shots, though, we're just going like, who's that? I don't know. Who's that? <laughs> and it's like a whole lot of who's that. And then these people eventually started winning awards, which that, is good. Yeah, so that, now we can write down who they were. And yeah. be like, oh, okay, that's who that person is. Um, but Katy Perry's opening video where she comes back from space—it was awful. Yeah, and she got she was dressed as the Moon Man or the yeah. Moon Thing, the Moon uh, Person. <laughs> uh, 
she is not. I don't understand why you don't get someone that has some sort of an acting background, or or a better, someone that could talk, or hire writers. I don't know. <laughs> hire better writers because everything was just. They kept cutting to Ellen DeGeneres. I'm like, give her a chance to like write some <laughs> jokes or something. I mean, it was just brutal. And it was, like, really brutal. And I think she started catching wind of how brutal it was, like, midway through. Again, Vox has a great, has some great commentary on on, on this. Um, but uh, the next person that she introduces is Paris Jackson, who's there to announce the best pop video. <laughs> Who comes out and, like, says all this stuff about... Uh... The Charlotte Nazis so, are jerks. Yeah, Nazis and all this stuff. And then she's like, all right, let's go to the pop video. <laughs> I mean, that just sums up this award show better than any other moment. She does look exactly like Michael Jackson. I think... Part, I don't know what she does. How old is she? Are we allowed to say that she's really good looking? Right? She's attractive. Like, I think she's 19 or 20. Okay. Yeah, I think she's really hot. I don't know what she does. She's like a model. Oh, she's just a model? She just models? I think so. She's like that's, but that's I mean, she what, doesn't need to do anything. She's got a shit. Right, about. that's what people are now. Like she's a very she. I just want like I somewhat followed her. I read this article. She was on the cover of Rolling Stone a couple like a month or two ago, and um, I read the article on that. And I can't. She's half vapid and half like con- like socially conscious. Do you know what I mean? Like. She, her, she gets in the way of her own sentences sometimes, I feel like. Okay. Like, she starts off with, like, a, like a good cause, but by the end you realize this is someone who's just never had to worry about anything, you know, in their life. Um, so I, I kind of like following that. <laughs> I don't know why. I, that's, like, kind of the generalization I have about a lot of people who are, like, as I'm sure uh, our elders thought of us. Um, but, yeah, there was nothing funnier than... These Nazis are jerks. But now they're the best pop video, you know. <laughs> um, which went to Fifth Harmony, which is the first of the who the hell are those people? Um, now I know. Here's my video. question to you with Fifth Harmony. So when they won, they were crying on stage and they were like, Thank you, Harmonizers, which were their fans. <laughs> where do you where are you at with fans being called nicknames? Like there's like Lady Gaga's got little monsters. Katy Perry is Katie Cats. And then I think like... It's uh, Katie Cats? Katie Cats. I've got like all these... I looked this up online, right? Um, everyone's got Avril Lavigne is... Or not Avril Lavigne. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Ariana Grande is Arianators. And she just... She's called... When she did that London thing or Manchester, she was like calling them out. Beyonce's the Beehive. Like, all these people, like, have nicknames for their fans. They're all women. Uh, well, you hope so. No, definitely not. Lady Gaga's fan. No, 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 I mean, the, the artists are all women that you just named. Okay. Um, let's let's see. New Kids on the Block. No. Blockheads. <laughs> um... Who do you want to? Who do you want to know? There's like so many uh, people. I'm uh, Twenty One Pilots, Skeleton Click. Oh, okay. Um, the Who, Hooligans. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's I, a pretty good one. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't 
I don't have a problem with it. Zendaya, who I don't know what she does other than was in she was in uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Z Swaggers. Oh. It's pretty good. Um as long as you're not like uh in insane clown posse were there were there people called juggalos? The juggalos. As long as you're not like a juggalo, I think it's you're you're you know. I don't really have a problem Ed with Sharon, it. And Sharon Cheerios. Oh. That's just perfect. Um but uh what why do you have a problem with fans taking on a persona? I don't know. It's just this weird. Charlie XCX Angels. That's not very uh very smart. All right. Anyway, so uh all right. Go, go ahead. Fifth so Harmony. After Fifth Harmony, and they're, they the girls get up, they start crying. It's a big moment for them. I'm not going to take that away. They uh, won. I'm, um, all right. I, I'm not a big fan, but I know that they have a lot of fans. All right. So then harmonizers. You, they got a lot of harmonizers. <laughs> so then you got Ju- Julia Mike. Do they have a lot of fans? I guess. They just won an award. Like, we were talking about how horrible that song was that they just kept playing in the on like repeat. I thought that was the whole song, which they ended up doing a performance of later on in the track. Performance is a strong, word, but no, yes, they did. Uh, they had some rain. So then you had that Julia Michaels, and what is probably my favorite part of the whole show is um, they start her song, and then they say, "Yeah," and it's like this awkward setting where there's just girls standing right behind her they're all like in like tight dresses and like half of them know the words of the song she's singing and they're singing along it's just really awkward looking and then in the middle of it they just cut it off yeah they go if you want to see this go to MTV Uh, the other thing about when Fifth Harmony won there's only four girls and you're thinking wasn't there five yeah I didn't I didn't even like put that together until oh you it, told me that someone got killed. It was on my mind. <laughs> it's a gift and a curse. Um, so who, after, got, who got kicked off? This girl, I actually have her name. Um, well, when we get to their performance, we'll do it because I have it written down. Oh, uh, Camilla Cabello. Oh, okay. She, uh, she left within the last month. Um, so then you got the uh, Taylor Swift video. Which wasn't that bad. Look what you made me do. It's very... Why wasn't Taylor Swift at this thing? Okay, well, because she and Katy Perry don't really like each other. So she boycotted? No, I don't think she boycotted. I just think... This is like her event. I know, but they wouldn't have hired Katy Perry to host it if they wanted Taylor Swift to be on it. But that was the thing is, I guess everybody thought she was going to come out. That was going to be the big thing. I, I'm going to say I liked life better without Taylor Swift in it. I like I like I like the time off <laughs> from when she's like right. I I can I can understand she's a popular girl and people like you know like her music and they like her whole I don't know persona whatever but I, I'm I'm good without it okay like I I um I'm like you know I spend a lot of time on the internet I'd much rather there be less of her life in my internet viewing. But it's coming, and I know it, and I'm like... How about the guy who, like, copped a feel on her butt? Yeah, like, yeah. And he's like, he can't get a job now. But I can't even figure out where I come out on that. Because, like, she countersued him. He sued her, and she only countersued for, like, a dollar. You should only be on one way. I mean, you don't go in for a picture 
with an artist and just grab her, put her hand on her skirt. But I don't, butt. but like, okay. I mean, he got found guilty, so I guess I got to think that he, I, he got I just like he to had think to pay a dollar. People aren't that stupid that they think that they could just come in and put hands on people's butts. Well, he is. Right. And he said that he came out and, and could, he can't get a job now. Huh. Um, Time to change your name. <laughs> um, but so this look what you this this look what you made me do song, right? It's kind of a big deal. Came out this week and everybody's like trashing it at first. And it's about her. Uh, um, po- poke shots at a lot of people that have uh, influenced her in her life. I think. Okay. Well, she also like in the video, like she, um, she's. Says, she says in the middle of the song that old Taylor's dead. Yeah, her reputation's like... It's just so... It's like it's... Again... It's she just, buries her reputation. I just don't... I'm not into that stuff. Um, but what's with like songs like that? Like like when pop artists want to like all of a sudden change... Like, like they come out with some kind of beat like that. I don't know how to describe this. I was thinking like when Justin Timberlake did Sexy Back... Or this Swish Swish song, like, these poppy singers start doing, like, some kind of dance track like this. Okay. And now she's doing it, too. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, I guess. I mean, all the songs seem to start sounding the same right now. That's <laughs> true. Um, well, after, after that, we get... Um, are we out to the fire Festival bit? Oh, no, I, I think that was... Yeah, that was bad. So, basically, they come back and... She's still pretending to be like that. She just has been on Mars for a year, and uh, this get this this comedy bit's going on for a couple more segments. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, I've got some messages. I'm gonna play my message." And it's like one of her friends that went to the fire festival, and she starts playing the different messages, and they get worse and worse. Like that's your comedy. Yeah. Not good. Um, and and yeah. I don't know. Do people talk like that on the phone to each other? Hey, bitch. <laughs> it's just so forced. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> do you think she had like real writers work on this? Or do you think she just <laughs> think she was out to dinner with friends? Like, oh, I got to host this thing. What do you guys she think would be funny? should have had Ben Harmison help her out. Jeez, he was well, like... that clip thing was pretty bad, too. We'll get to that one in a second. Um, after the Taylor Swift video, we get our first Sean Mendez uh, plays. That's the first time I've ever heard him. <laughs> okay. I've heard of him. And, uh, yeah, again, sounds a lot like Ed Sheeran and all the other stuff. Then we get um, this weird Jack Antonoff and Alessandro Ambrosio. Like, they introduce Lord. Okay, I like this performance. And I didn't know that she was sick. All right. But that's a weird pairing, and they don't. They look yeah. like they look like they have guns. Like like people are holding guns to them that say, "Yeah, that is saying. a really weird." All right, so you like this Lord performance? I did. I I wanted to hate it in the beginning. I was like, "Oh my gosh, she's not even singing; she's dancing to her own song. It makes no sense." But then I uh, kind of went with it. Thought it was all right. I thought it was horrible, and I thought like, "Look, I didn't know she was sick either, so I'm gonna you know." But, like, I think it was Adam Levine had a tweet that somebody was posted where he said, so let me get this straight. 
you bring out Julia Michaels to sing her song and cut it off midway through, but you bring out Lord to not sing her song and you keep it through that the whole show, the, Listen, the whole thing in the show. I, I agree it, with that. I thought it was different, and I agree with that. I agree with what you're saying. I just thought it was different, and I enjoyed the uh, what they did with it. She's like a like a C like a C C plus dancer. Oh, she's awful. So like what, what I don't did know. you I enjoy liked, about it? I enjoyed it. I don't know what What if you like? went to a concert and that's all that happened? Well, obviously I wouldn't be there. <laughs> but you didn't By know. By the way, so a lot of the cutaways during this whole time is Noah Cyrus. Oh, it's our our, our old girl Noah Cyrus. Yes. From the MTV movie awards. Who's who was nominated. Which we suffered through. <laughs> First of all, she looked like Yoko Ono. She was dressed like Yoko Ono. And uh, she uh, was nominated for Best New Artist that I guess you voted on by tweeting. And uh, she didn't make the cut. It was down to like two people like midway through the show. Yeah, you were keeping your eye on that pretty pretty tight. Um, <laughs> so, okay. Um, the next is uh, Tiana Tot... Tiana Taylor comes out. I think she's... Which one was that? She's the one that was in the Kanye video last year. She's married to Mon oh, Shumpert. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll leave it there. Uh, and then she gives... They give an award to Lisa Cara and Zed. The dance Zed. one. Yeah. And again, um, people I didn't... Wouldn't have recognized until I got to hear their awards. And she ended up... That Elisa Cara... Whoever is... Is that her name? Yeah. Uh, she like... Showed up a few times. Yeah, she, she was on stage a lot. She's all over this thing. After that, they go to that. She looked young too. I feel like she's like, she looks very young. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was what she was wearing or, but she looks young. Uh, after that, we had the Fred Armisen video you're talking about that didn't work. <laughs> um, no, that did not work. And then the DJ Khaled with his kid. That with, kid's gonna have some problems with her fake baby throwing yeah. up on her. Yeah. And then he. DJ Khaled comes up with his kid. And, like, I guess that kid is, like, part of his act now. That's trouble. Um, then you get the Fifth Harmony live show where they have five people. And as soon as it starts, one falls off the stage. Did you notice that? That's what I was well, saying. Well, now, yeah, I noticed it when you said something. Um, and that was a dig at the girl who left. Uh, then we had Gucci Mane come out. And who's going Gu- to be the new member? Gucci suit. I don't know. Maybe it'll be yeah, Gucci, Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane was uh, dressed pretty nice. This <laughs> he had some nice suits. He did. You liked his. You mentioned his first suit. Yeah, his first suit was pretty good. I liked his first suit. I guess if your name is Gucci Mane, you gotta represent, right? Yeah. Uh, Olivia Munn. Does she say no to anything these days? She's she, everywhere. Yeah, she was everywhere. She was at the Conor McGregor fight. Flew over here for this this thing. The next thing: Does Jack Antonoff produce everything? Yeah, I guess so. Like everything that's popular, this guy's got his hands on. If you want an anthemic like music, he's your like that sounds <laughs> sort of eighties, he's your guy. Yeah. Uh did we get to the where, where are we at where uh Katy Perry starts talking about her song that she wrote about tweeting? Oh no, we haven't got I think I I know. I got that I got that's coming up soon. Because first we had Jared Leto come out and give an uh a yeah, I had some tribute. Good, yeah, a tribute. All right, so he, you do this tribute, and then he like orders people to stand up. He's like, "I'll wait." Like he like 
where are you at when artists tell people to stand up? When I went to Coldplay at the Hollywood Bowl, like no one was like standing up, and uh, Chris Martin was like, "Would you guys mind standing up for this? I'll buy you ice cream if you do." Like, but that that was a little different. But no, oh, no, no. But that's also on. That's like what he says. Like that's on a that's on a live album from. Is that the same show? No. It wasn't at the Hollywood Bowl, but anyway, that's interesting. I didn't. All I know is he ordered people to stand up. He said he wouldn't go on until, until they stood up. They finally stood up. They cut to this Lincoln Park, um, performance that was on the video awards from 2010. 2010, and then they cut it off like a minute in. Right. Here's my. How about you play the whole thing out? Yeah. And. and... The, the speech that Jared Leto... And he had to, like, bring up Chris Cornell, but then he didn't say do anything with Chris Cornell. It was a mess. Yeah. It was like... I... It was basically like, I knew Chester Bennington. Yeah, we were in a... We were... We chored with them. Yeah. What... We don't know one knows your band. Like, we... And it goes through the whole thing. I, I Here's my note that I wrote at that time. Isn't Jared Leto, like, a Daniel Day-Lewis type where he, like, doesn't play... Break character? Couldn't he have done that as a person who cares? <laughs> right? Like, yeah. couldn't he have just tried, like, instead of being like, yeah, I knew this guy. He was a nice family. He was a nice guy. Yeah. You know, like, how about something a little more... Anyway. Um, now, then we come up with uh, my next note. Carrie, Kate, Katy Perry, Great Boobs, Terrible Writers. This is where she uh, talks about her song about tweets. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote this song... One of my songs is about when you're at home on a midnight, you're in your bed, and you just start tweeting things, and you don't know if you should push send. And I'm like, wow, this is a great song. <laughs> <laughs> it's too <so> deep. <laughs> uh, I got to listen to that song. We got to find that song and listen to it. Yeah, you're right. Good God. Um the only thing is, we don't know what the name of the song is, so we'd have to like listen to the whole, listen to the album. whole album, and then like maybe we should call up a Katy Cat and ask them <laughs> um, if any Katy Cats are in there. I want to email us at our email address. <laughs> Tell us what that's the next. <laughs> I'm gonna look up her email <laughs> while we're talking because we haven't checked it in a while. Oh, I know. I looked today. Nothing. Nothing. Um, I. I the next was the Miley Cyrus performance with the old people. I liked the Miley Cyrus. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. Uh, and the kids. I, I like that she's uh, changed her whole thing around. Then they had the Humble wins best video uh, rap video. Uh, then we have the the girl with the boobs falling out. The girl with her <laughs> boob falling out of her dress. I looked her up. Her name's Cardi B. Her giant. Nippleless boobs she's is popping a, out she's of. She's having a wardrobe malfunction. While she's and then she finally just grabbed onto it. Yeah. While she's like they cut away. Yelling. She sounds like Rosie Perez. Like yeah. she's got the huge accent and she's like calling Cap and Nick, you know, <laughs> and holding their boob at the same. I mean, yeah. again, sums up this award show so perfectly. Um, <laughs> she introduces Demi Lovato, who's in Vegas, as half the, I guess, performers were. Then we get the pink melody. I like the pink melody. I did too. Didn't realize that pink had that many songs that I liked. Like, she was the uh, video vanguard. Award. Yeah, and she gave a really good speech. It was yeah. good. Like everything about that. You look at that, 
and you like start fearing for the future because you're like that's somebody who knows how to talk and handle success and and is saying what they're saying is important and it means something versus let's you know let's make the tweet the song. yeah let's, you know, let's make the tweet song or let's make the moon person genderless like you know like yeah. these are like real things that she's talking about so I don't know I thought it was really good um, yeah I thought that was good and then they bring in this guy Kyle <laughs> yeah his name's Kyle he needs to get a new name <laughs> or have a last name and I asked you if this was a skit yeah, it was it was a, it was like and a, it's another one of those live performances of the cut. And if you want to watch the rest of it, and I highly recommend and you right, watch it. It went from Kyle to that guy, and they showed his whole performance. And they showed his whole performance in the commercial break. I don't know who the ad wizards are that put this together. <laughs> and he had those really big glasses. Yes. Then we got the Alicia Cara performance, which is beautiful. Which I thought was good. They like wiped their makeup off and yeah. like her outfit, and I thought that was. That was good. Then Kesha comes out. Um, just in case you haven't felt the 15 different political statements that they've tried, here comes Kesha. Are we over this Kesha thing yet? Is this, like... like What has she done? Well, because of the whole Dr. Luke or whatever oh, yeah. thing. Like, look, I don't mean to be insensitive to it, but are we, like... Is right. that story... Like, they went, they went to court... It's done. It got settled. Is this her identity? And is well, do we have to keep dealing with it? Well, can you explain what this court thing is? Well, real quick, cause... he was like sexually harassing her. He was telling her she was like fat, and he was like, um, I guess, kind of abuse, like emotionally, and I don't know if it was sexual, but was abusing her. And um, she like sued him for forever, you know, and. Um, He's a music producer. He was producing her albums, and he said, "This is how I get shit done." And so, a lot of people took her side and said, "Yeah, this guy's like not a good guy, and what he did was wrong." And da 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 da. And she was seen as kind of like a hero for speaking out, which is great. But like, I don't know. It was like two, three years ago, <laughs> and she keeps showing up, and like it's you know she just put out an album, and it's basically a play on it and it just feels like everything's getting manufactured out of her having had a lawsuit and I don't like when that happens um, because then when people have real lawsuits and real problems they get thrown in with someone who exploits it Yeah, and I'm not saying she's exploiting it but she may be being exploited whatever just want to see if we're over it yet uh, the next thing after that was our, your boy Logic <laughs> my boy Logic Alicia Cara and Khalid and they sang about the suicide people they're like, joining them on stage is people who have attempted and survived suicide. We were just like, all right, this is going to be exciting, guys. I mean, look, it's a nice... Yeah, it was... It's a I good understand. message, and I think it was It was very... I, I, I think it was very effective. I think it was, it was good. It was. But the song was so bad, and it was like... It was... <laughs> I don't remember the lyrics, but I remember them going something like, I wanted to kill myself. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to die. <laughs> no, I want to be dead. I don't know. It was pretty bad. There wasn't a whole lot of uh, use of like imagery or um, 
you know. It was pretty literal. It was basically saying, I'm going to go to my apartment, lay in a bathtub, and slice my wrist. And, um, but, whatever. Uh, but it was a good message, and, and, you know. They had a lot of cutaways to people crying in the... In the yeah. And, but the problem, the other problem is, now, this is like, again, 15th, 16th cause they've taken up within this award <laughs> show where they're giving out Best Pop Video, hosted by... A delusional thirty-two-year-old woman who, <laughs> with no comedic timing, <laughs> and a terrible pop album. So, you know, yeah, her it's, a tough, mu- it's a delicate so balance. This her music is just so bad, <laughs> uh, and it hasn't always been bad, right? Like, no, it, it, her, she had some entertaining. She songs. had some like good pop yeah. songs. Um, so then 30 Seconds of Mars comes out. We're almost done. And they do their... <laughs> the infrared video? Like you said, the Predator video. Yeah, the Predators. I kind of liked it. I don't know. It was, it was bothering me. Okay. Uh, then we bring out Robert E. Lee's ancestor. and Who's, who's a uh, minister now. Yes. And um, Susan Bro, Heather, Heather Heyer's mom. Um, and they, they give a nice like speech about... You know, what's continuing, racism, continuing her uh, her cause, right? And again, good. It's it's fine, but we're we're there's a lot of activism going on for. <laughs> there's waste. So many things going on. It's just and and that's okay. Like I get it because I think that's a really trending thing with young people right now, which is good. You know, good. Right, you'd rather part people of what be, I edited out of myself was. About this, but I'm not going to go into it again. <laughs> well, it wasn't even like you had an opinion. It was just like... Anyway. I had an opinion. All right. But anyway. Uh, but in case you thought it was getting too serious, they bring in DNCE to do their uh, remake of Do You Think I'm Sexy? This was one of... This is the worst thing of the night. So... I don't even know where... Oh, they were at the ghost bar. Yeah. We were talking about our ghost bar stories. I was at the ghost bar once. This is at the top of the Palms in Vegas um, with a group of uh, girls and, and a couple guys I, I was friends with. And one of the guys had brought all these girls out and like we were sitting in a booth. Like we had like the table service and these girls were sitting on top of like we're sitting on the booth instead of in the seat. And this one girl gets up and she starts dancing. They're all wearing like platform heels or whatever. And she slips and bangs her head on like the corner of the table oh. and blood just starts squirting oh, and it gets all over the like this guy's like had to take her to the hospital and okay he probably wasn't supposed to be out at the time with a bunch of women like that so. okay well I don't think that happened during the video <laughs> um, but this band this band was really really bad so that's a Jonas brother okay so yeah so I was gonna say so the band member was a guy with a mohawk who played and the bass? And an Asian guitarist. Girl. Girl. And then, like, just whatever drummer. And they were playing Rod Stewart's Do You Think I'm Sexy? And uh, they were not playing guitar. I know. It was so fake. That really bothered you. It was. It was awful. I couldn't, I couldn't take it. Um, did we ever... Do we need a remake of that song? No. And if we're going to remake it, do we have to make it sound exactly like, like our best imitation of the old one? Like, that's the and thing why that really bothers him? me. But, like, when he comes out, 
like I said to you at the time, it's like a totally different song. Like now yeah. you get it. Like you're like, oh, because this guy's yeah. voice and persona and like is amazing. Whereas this is like a this is like a, a cruise ship version. I don't know. Bugs me. Uh, and then the last thing of the night was Wonder Woman comes out and announces best video. Not Linda Carter. No, uh, Gal Gadot. Sorry for those of you. Um, and then our favorite girl, Noah Cyrus, introduces Katy Perry to come out and just put her little stamp on the night by singing Swish Swish. So yeah, Nicki Minaj looked pretty good. Yeah. yeah. You've said that twice now yeah. with, with the video and the performance. She lost a lot of weight. Um, not that that determines if she's good looking or not. <laughs> Okay. You're saying she just looks good. If that's the most offensive thing you said tonight, I'd be shocked. <laughs> uh, what What do you think? And I think we started to discuss this and we're holding. Like, what do you think Swish Swish is about? Like, when she sat down to write this, this song. Like, and when you're coming up with the idea for the video, like, is this supposed to be entertaining to anyone? I don't know. Like, do you really think people want to watch this? Like, even with the Bon Appetit video, I don't understand where these videos are going. They're just so, like, goofy and, like... Right, and that's the Comical, thing. and you're not even funny. That's the thing. It's like, you keep, she keeps doing these things, and they're not working. And it's like, so you... It's like the whole theory of doubling down on something that, when you're wrong. Like, I'm not funny, and I'm not... This isn't good, so now I have to do something even bigger and try to be even funnier, and it doesn't work even worse. Uh, but yeah, that song is, is, um, I, I, it's been haunting me for like a week now. <laughs> well, now it's on the beginning of this podcast. I know. Uh, and it's appropriate because it's, it kind of sums up this podcast. <laughs> All right. So that's it. That's it. So now you never have to watch the MTV Awards because we did it for you. Do you think that the MTV Awards can like... I mean, survive without us? Yeah. Well, no, but I mean, do you think <laughs> do you think that they can regain steam and become relevant, or are they just so far gone? Well, the state of music now is just this is it. That's that's hard to you know. That's hard to think about because there's there's a lot of we were talking about there's a lot of songs that we heard that were like I actually like that song. Um, I don't know. I hope so. I believe in you, MTV Awards. When I used to work for MTV, that was like the biggest day of the year. Like when the MTV Awards were coming on, like we're coming, like that was like Super Bowl. we working over there. It's a shame. All right. Well, I guess we'll uh, shut down. It's twelve thirty a.m. God. All right. Um, and we'll see you guys next week. Later. We might be talking about NFL. <laughs>